Flight attendants, please prepare for takeoff. Stolen by Ehlers to Wheeler, back to Ehlers, scores! Kyle Connor has the Midas touch right now! Here's Patrick Laney. What a shot, wow. Exactly, shoot, score! Oh, what a slick move by Mark Sightley! Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets, hosted by Jets TV. As we continue to hurry up and wait here at Jets TV, the uh, NHL season is impending. We're hanging in there by the minute trying to find out what the latest news is for you. When we do that, we will pass that your way on WinnipegJets.com. Jamie Thomas with Mitchell Clinton and Tyler Esquivel. Welcome to Ground Control. Uh, Jansen Harkins will be stopping by here momentarily. Some little bits of news to pass along um, after uh, some fun. Um, across the season, some charter flights from Hockey Canada. The two Winnipeg Jet prospects on Team Finland for the World Junior Hockey Championships have arrived in Edmonton. Same with Cole Perfetti. There are three Jets prospects at this tournament, Tyler. And uh, what's the latest going on with those three as they get uh, set for the World Junior Hockey Championships, which starts on December 25th? Yeah, you said it there. Three uh, three Jets prospects headlined by uh, 2020 10th overall pick Cole Perfetti. Um, obviously he had four points in the four games during the hockey Canada selection camp. And then also, uh, Vili Hainala, uh, he's had five assists over seven games, uh, at last year's event, 14 points in 19 games this season over in the Liga, along with, uh, Henry Nikon. And, uh, he's got, uh, two goals and seven points, uh, with his Liga team, uh, in 15 games this season. So, uh, we've got three, three people to watch in the world juniors, um, should be pretty interesting. Uh, the tournament obviously gets started on Christmas day this year. So that'll be interesting. Everybody will be at home, uh, within their own household here in Manitoba <laughs> at least, and uh, yes, be able to watch some world juniors. So, uh, that will, uh, take up some time that day for sure. Um, one of the interesting things to note is they have some sort of interesting tech, uh, they've got going on here with the, uh, social distancing and trying to, to track everybody. Uh, it's called trace safe technology. Um, it's, I, I, from what I gather, it's basically embedded in their credentials, which they're going to wear at all times. Uh, it's a bit of a contract tracing beacon. So that device allows, um, tracing and will, will prompt physical distancing reminders for all attendees in the bubble, which is pretty cool. I mean, uh, for myself, when I was in the NHL's bubble, you know, technology was in its infancy back then, obviously. <laughs> way um, back when. Way, way back, back yeah. <laughs> way, way back in the day. We, we, you know, we had to pull out our phones and, and, you know, enter our non-existent symptoms at the time but uh, yeah. um, and take our temperatures. But it's kind of cool. I mean, really, when you think about it, you're, you're contained to the bubble, right? So if you have a, a beacon essentially on you, it, it will be able to log where you've been and who you've been near and all those things. So um, in terms of the uh, the interrogations that will go on when yes. if and when somebody tests positive there will be no lying um so anyway kind of a neat piece of tech that uh that's sort of allowing us as a as a society really to to function in, in such a weird way until we can get this under control but yeah kind of cool that's really cool uh obviously things have changed since you were in the bubble in edmonton back in july i can't believe it's December already. Uh, Mitch, you got to catch up with another one of the Winnipeg Jets prospects in Harrison Blaisdell. What's the latest from uh, him? And he's a, he's in a bubble of sorts. Yeah, the NCHC pod. Uh, basically, that's kind of the the conference that UND is in. And uh, they were the number one ranked team at the time that I was uh, talking to him, but they've since uh, fallen to fourth. So tough times for, for UND. I believe it's Minnesota that's sitting at the top right now. But anyways, uh, basically from like December 1st to the 20th. So they're almost at the end of their time in the pod. 
basically there's eight teams there. They're in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and they're playing as many games as they possibly can. Harrison Blaisdell has played in three for UND, so not sure if there's a, an injury going on or, or what it is for for him. He's a second year player there, and um, but the conversation with him, as always, I mean, Jamie, you'll remember this from the draft uh, mm-hmm. and even development camp. Tyler, you as well. Very talkative guy. And just somebody that you can you can pretty much chat about anything under the sun, and he'll give you you know his honest answer, but it, it won't sound like he's doing an interview. He's just a very conversational human being. So, I think I asked him five questions, and the interview went about close to ten minutes. So that's that's really good. And then we just kind of chatted for a little bit afterwards. So it was interesting just to kind of hear. You know, there's there's not a ton for them to do. He's like. You wouldn't think you'd fall behind on homework being in a bubble with really only hockey to worry about, but I've fallen behind on homework, <laughs> which is something. Because you always think for, you have uh, so much time, right? <laughs> yeah, and he was uh, he was on the uh, the conferences all academic team last year, so he, this isn't a guy that you know gets behind very often. So he said he's got a he's got to bear down and get some things done over the course of the next week or so. So that was kind of funny. And then he said the big uh, the big attraction for the guys there so far has been the pool table. He said that's the one that's gotten the, the competitive juices going off the uh, off the ice as well. When was the last time you guys played pool? Oh, man. A while. I used to have one of those, like, five-in-one, like... you Do you remember? Like, so it used yeah. to be, like, this thing. Like, yeah, it'd be, like, a five-in-one. It would be, like, a ping-pong oh, yeah. table. It would be, a, yeah, like, so... I used to have one of those, and pool was one of, the, was one of them. And I would... I got really good. But then you'd go to like an, an actual size pool table with actual size pool balls, and you're not good anymore. <laughs> and, and throw beer into the mix, and that never helps any anybody's exactly. pool game as well. Yeah. Tyler, what about you? When's the last time you played pool? Uh, a little while ago, my mom and dad actually have a pool table in the basement, along with an air hockey table. So it was, mm-hmm. uh, I was really cool back in high school when I could have you know friends over at my house. Obviously, uh, my mom and dad's house anyway. And you think <laughs> growing your up house? A, yes, exactly. My basement anyway. Um, you'd think growing up with a pool table you'd be good at pool but i am mm-hmm. not um but yeah and That's... yeah the air hockey table the same thing i suck oh my god oh, my I'm sister and i would my sister and i would battle for hours on that thing sometimes especially around the holidays you know when you know you're just at home with your family and yeah we were i was i was terrible there was a little triangle puck and it was my nemesis mm. I, I want you guys to think about this while we wait uh, listen to the upcoming interview with Jansen Harkins, I want you to think of your favorite Christmas present from years past. And uh, while you think about that, uh, here's uh, Jets forward, Jansen Harkins. Hi, this is Andrew Kopp, and you're listening to Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets. Pleased to welcome to the podcast, uh, Jansen Harkins. Uh, Jansen, um, how are things as we get closer and closer to Christmas and maybe, just maybe, crossing our fingers and our toes, a National Hockey League season? Yeah, things are good. Um, starting to pick up here, definitely. Uh, obviously, everyone's getting more excited that there might be a season, and that's kind of the way it looks right now. So, yeah, just a little bit more excited than, than it has been uh, exciting than it has been the past couple of months, I guess. Do you have your holiday shopping complete? Because <laughs> I am struggling with that right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I I. I would say this is probably an easier year to do that just because most of the time with uh, being in the season at this time, it's kind of, um, I guess, a little hit or miss when you get things done. I think you pretty much have the same schedule every day. And even though we don't do that much after practice or, 
or on game days, it's still kind of tough to kind of get out and, and get all that stuff done. So I think I have a bit more free time uh, this year than I would in the past. So I've actually uh, been a bit of ahead of the curve with that. So it's been good. Uh, plus, ex- plus mo- mo- most people are doing everything online anyway. So it's not true. Bad. Xbox or PS5, Jansen? Um, I've always played Xbox. Uh, I, I wouldn't say I play that much video games either way. So um, I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty partial to that. What the, about uh, the top three Christmas gifts of all time? And I apologize to you, Mitch. What's your top three Christmas okay. gifts of all time growing up? Oh, uh, that's, I mean, that's a tough one. I know my girlfriend always works hard at getting me something uh, that I really want. So I know she's gotten me a couple of good ones. My parents always um, treated us, me and my brothers. I always wanted an ATV when I was, uh, when I was a kid. I think I asked for that for like five years in a row. Um, even though I live in a, in a city and there's nowhere really to ride an ATV, I guess that didn't make much sense, but I, I kept asking for it and I never got it. So one day, if anyone ever gets me an ATV, I think that would be top of the charts. But until then, everything's, uh, I'm happy with everything. Are you, uh, are there people on your on your list? And I don't know about Jamie, but this is the last holiday question I'll ask. But are there people on your list getting new Harkins number twelve jerseys or shirts? Um, because that would be me. fantastic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> not for me. Sense. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I've had a couple. I've had like obviously my a few cousins and and some family that have some jerseys. I mean, they're the only people that really have my jerseys. I feel like are my family, so it's not too. <laughs> It's not too tough to get those all switched around. Oh, I don't know. I bet I bet that's going to pick up in the next little bit. That would be my guess anyways. Well, we'll yeah. see. But yeah, for, for now, I don't have much, uh, much going on with the numbers, I guess. There's only a few people that I might have to get that done for. So you've never given one of your jerseys to a family member. Here you go. Merry Christmas. My yeah. Dream. No. <laughs> no, not, not yet. That would be actually an easy one. But I do. I am a culprit of finding things. Um around or or things i haven't used and kind of dishing them off so um i am guilty for that but actually this year i don't have that plan well that's usually what i was saying like usually i'm i'm sleeping until the 23rd 24th and then i have to go find something in the house and uh i mean this year i'm pretty happy i don't have to do that so we'll see i mean there's always a few that sneak up on me so i'll find out Good work. Um, just kind of looking ahead now, you, I mean, we kind of mentioned that, you know, things are, are getting closer season wise and you're crossing your fingers. What are the parts of that? I guess the season coming forward is the proposed Canada division. Uh, just your thoughts on what that might look like being a player involved in that. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously every Canadian team is, is a, is a solid team. And I mean, I've witnessed that even with uh, not playing too many games. I mean, every, every game he played against another Canadian team, they're always close, hard games. So um, I expect kind of the same. And uh, I, w- I would say like we've, as a team have tried to kind of up ourselves in the off season. I think everyone's done a good job in, in Canada so far. And I think every team is looking pretty solid. So it'll be, it'll definitely be a good test for us. And I think that's uh that's just going to be a good test for whoever comes out if that's the case. Right. I mean, Canadian teams are always, um, 
always fighting for for a couple playoff spots and at least now we know like some some teams are going to get some deeper on so it'll be good to see um when you think about the fact that you guys i know you played in the, in the western hockey league so you had a lot of games against team in, teams in the bc division what about the thoughts say there's around we'll go 56 games what about nine games against the against every team in the division when you ordinarily play at most six yeah that's obviously uh a bit un, unusual um I know for me, at least, I've never really played against the same team too often. Um, well, definitely not in the NHL, but in, in any league, really. I mean, every, every time it's usually pretty spaced out. So I think everyone's um, not going to be. I guess that's kind of the advantage, right? No one's really used to this, so no matter kind of where you played before. So I think it's going to be a good test for everyone. And um, it'll be interesting to watch. And I think that's going to make some good TV, too, I think. Obviously, there's not going to be any fans at the start, and hopefully they come back eventually at some point. But um, to kind of see those rivalries build through through watching it on TV, I think that'll be uh, good for kind of everyone watching. I was really impressed with kind of the, the the level of watching hockey throughout the playoffs in the bubble and how hard everyone was playing, and you can kind of get a sense for that. And um, I think it'll just kind of be amped up if you're playing the same team, like you said, like eight or nine, ten times in, in the season. I think it's going to be pretty competitive, and I think the rivalries will only get stronger. So it'll be fun to watch, that's for sure. How helpful. I'm curious. You said something there that really kind of sparked my my thought. Um, as a guy like yourself, you know, breaking into the National Hockey League last year, and you said you hadn't really played against a lot of teams too repetitively. How helpful is a situation like even the qualifying round against the Calgary Flames where you're seeing a team a little bit more often and then you as a player, you start to get more experience of playing against guys with certain skill sets or certain players in the league. And then I don't want to say you necessarily develop like a book on them or anything, but like you just gain more experience of say – you know, playing against Johnny Gaudreau a number of times or playing against uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs a number of times. How much does that help you, I guess, as an individual player? Yeah, I'd say um, definitely gets you a bit more familiar, which always helps. Uh, I would say hockey is one of the sports where there's not too much into specific players. Um, obviously, there's always players out there that you need to kind of keep an eye on. And um, especially as a forward, you need, you need to be able to help out and and especially for offensive guys on the other team, you need to be able to watch them. And, and there's obviously tons of good D-men and, and that type of stuff. I would say the biggest thing for us is probably goalies. I mean, you see the same goalie um, pretty frequently. They're going to kind of know your tendencies and, and hopefully you can kind of know theirs as well. So, uh, for I mean, as a forward, you just kind of hope to build that and, and be able to kind of know what you're looking for. And, and obviously, um, as a team, just being able to kind of uh, – play solid games and consistently against the same team. That's something in Calgary, you know, in the playoffs, it was obviously we were down some, some key guys and um, you kind of know exactly what they're going to do and you try to match it with your best and, and hopefully it goes the right way. I think there's a lot that goes into um, just trying to kind of play your team style and not really playing to someone else's strength. Right. So I think it's just being able to kind of, stay kind of true to your, yourself as a player and yourself as a team. And I guess um, time will tell with that this season. Something you've done this, this pause, Jansen, that you ordinarily couldn't do during an, a normal National Hockey League season outside of getting your Christmas shopping done. What have you done over this past little bit that ordinarily you wouldn't be able to do uh, when the NHL starts in October? 
Um, yeah, I mean, I guess just be, be around, uh, my home at this time of the year. I mean, I'm from Vancouver, so usually I, I get back home for kind of the best part, which is the summer. Um, the winter months are pretty, pretty wet and, and the days are pretty short. So I think, I think I'm definitely ready to kind of get back to Winnipeg and, and see the sun and, uh, you know, just kind of start playing games. That's the the biggest thing at this point of the year is, and any, any summer or off season is you kind of hit a point where you, you just want to start playing and, and put everything kind of to the test. And, and um, I'm kind of at that point now where it's just, you know, training and, and working out every day doesn't really compare to going out there and just playing hockey and, and having fun with it. So uh, yeah, just excited to kind of get going. Hopefully. Are you glad that theoretically there won't be any preseason games or did you like the idea of preseason games uh, at the start of a, of a national hockey league season? Uh, I mean, it never hurts to play, play some hockey and, and get used to kind of the tempo and, and the pace of the game. Um, it'll be interesting to kind of see what those first few games are like. I think even though there's not technically a preseason game, there's obviously going to be a bit of work going into the first few games of the year. And I mean, no one's right dialed in on point. No team is going to be perfect off the start. So I would say uh, with or without preseason games, I think those first few games are going to kind of have to feel it out. And, and um, I, I guess whoever gets off to the best start is going to be the team that can kind of uh, – bring it all together the quickest. So um, hopefully that can be us and, you know, just, just go from there. Well, we appreciate your time and uh, for your efforts, Mitch and I are going to put our money together. We'll buy you an ATV. I'll be waiting for you here at Bell MTS place when, <laughs> yes, uh, when you arrive for training Perfect. camp. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. I might need a snowmobile, but <laughs> sure. <that'll> work too. <laughs> well, we'll work on that as well because you know, you, you, for you to take the time to do this podcast, it means a lot to us. So we'll get our jets TV money together and uh, get you that gift. Thanks, Jansen a good trade-off thank you thanks guys <laughs> shop where the players shop jets gear and truenorthshop.com are your authentic team stores make sure to stock up on all your favorite winnipeg jets and manitoba moose merchandise today visit one of the five jets gear locations or shop online at truenorthshop.com you know as time goes by jansen harkins uh, really starting to shine in his interviews uh, always a favorite uh, to talk to him now uh, got a lot of out of him about Harry Potter the first time we had him on the podcast and now sharing his uh, favorite ki- Christmas gifts and then finding out his dad's an actor too uh, that, that was in the previous podcast we had him on so well, Tyler's still uh, thinking about his favorite Christmas gift and as you can tell if you listen to this podcast there's not a lot of news in the National Hockey League now because we're going over our favorite Christmas gifts but this is the season and we will do so so Mitch uh, your favorite Christmas gifts from years past yeah, so like as much as I played hockey when I was uh, when I was younger, I'm sure there were hockey related gifts that came along mm-hmm. um, throughout. But for whatever reason, the one that jumps out to me the most is my parents bought me. Um, it was right when I kind of was really getting into golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my my summer hobby, I guess you could say. Um, and it's uh, so they bought me a driver. It was a TaylorMade R540 that I'm pretty sure I still have around. But that was in and around the time that TaylorMade was really starting to get into the new driver technology and whatnot. So I remember getting that and just being absolutely stoked, but still had to learn how to hit it. That was the, <laughs> that was the challenge. Um, so that was probably my favorite gift. Like nowadays, nowadays, it's like if, if I get like a real good book or something, I'm, I'm pumped. So um, and that's kind of what. 
um, I tend to get nowadays, which is great because back when we were traveling and whatnot, they were, it was perfect for the plane. If you, uh, if you didn't have work to do or whatever, it was perfect to be able to just open a book and, and learn more about the game and whatnot. And I will say, by the way, um, in regards to the NHL season, uh, Nick Kotsanika from NHL.com right. put something about half an hour ago, just saying, it's a quote from Gary Bettman, just saying, right now we're focused on whether or not we're going to play in our buildings and do some limited traveling or play in a bubble. And that's something we're working on and getting medical advice on. So that is as close to an update as we can get. And by the time this podcast comes out, I'm sure there will be even more news, but just wanted to get that in there as well. We should also bring up the fact that multiple players are making their ways to their respective NHL cities. Uh, TSN reporting mm-hmm. yesterday, there's around nine Winnipeg Jet players uh, in town, but uh, I think Montreal, or sorry, Toronto and, and Ottawa have over 20 players each uh, in town. So uh, whether or not that means there's a season coming, hard to say, but at least there is some movement with that regards. Uh, my favorite Christmas present is, uh, this is going to date me too, because there was two presents uh this year for my brother and i one was a camcorder so that's uh totally aging me right there and then wayne gretzky's 99 table hockey uh it was nice. one gretzky, yeah that's a good one uh gretzky was with the kings and the two teams that came with it was the, the kings and the montreal Canadiens. there were benches the, the referee stood off off the ice uh inside the middle space between the two benches um and you could buy every nhl team at the time to play with it got really expensive for my parents <laughs> uh, to pay for that stuff but we we cut we got numbers and put them on the back of the jerseys and everything like that so uh, it, it was a it was a great gift um so that that one that, that was a lot of joy but the camcorder we had a lot of fun there's a lot of videos on vhs around the thomas household that probably hope i never find because <laughs> <laughs> um tyler you've had some time here all right, yeah, I, th- I think I got one. Uh, this this is the one that just sticks out the most to me um, from my childhood. I, like I remember waking up one Christmas morning and um, the the gifts from Santa were always positioned unwrapped on the. Yeah. It, it, we didn't have a dining room table at the time, so it was just sort of this empty room, and they'd be on the floor. And uh, I turned the corner and uh, had a PlayStation Two sitting there, and I was Woo! so jazzed up. And yeah, and. and I don't even really play video games. You know, I mm-hmm. like I, I bought a PlayStation for the for the bubble and I, it has not been touched since I've returned. So if that just gives you an indication of how much I actually like video games. Yeah. Um, but at the time, I was so fired up. I'll never I remember running into my mom and dad's room and saying, Mom, I got a PlayStation. And I think it was right on the cusp of when I still probably believed in Santa a little bit. So the the, the magic of it. Um, Why would you just, not? Exactly. So I was super excited. And but to Mitchell's point about books, my dad got me a drill set, a power drill set like a year ago or two mm-hmm. years ago. And I was fired up like I, I can fix things now. Yeah. I fixed the, the yeah. handle on the freezer door a couple weeks ago and I just nice. felt so proud. And I think it's just, yeah, I'm almost 30. So there we go. Um, that's where we're at in life. My mother-in-law got us a Dyson vacuum cleaner because we have hardwood floors. So I don't know. It's got super suction. I've got a cat. So now <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that's, you get excited about a vacuum cleaner, which I never thought I would ever have uh, They're any type though. of we have one as well. It's awesome. Yeah, it helps, especially with hardwood and pets. Like, there's, it's amazing how much like, we're doing free advertising for Dyson's right now. And, <laughs> um, hopefully, they're sponsoring the podcast anytime soon. But man, the the pet hair is gone immediately. Uh, Lego gets sucked up often 
with that thing anyway. So uh, it is, it's amazing how things change. You go from table hockey and you're excited about that. And I, my next question to you guys was before we leave this podcast, at what age did you guys stop believing in Santa Claus? If you believed in him at all? I don't know. It's, it's hard to say really, to be honest. I don't know when it before 10. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I, I uh, couldn't really narrow it down to be honest. Cause I, I think my... at one point, yeah, at one point I just kind of went, eh. but Still, like I think the fun, the fun for me is still just buying them, buying gifts for people still from Santa, even though these people highly know that. I don't know. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you, Tyler. When did you stop? Well, clearly, you believe I, in I, Santa Claus with your, uh, with your gift of the PlayStation. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if I ever, like, there was never like a conversation that was like, okay, listen, yeah. your kid, like, we need to square you up a little bit, but like, yeah, uh. I don't know. That just sort of faded over time. I, mm-hmm. I guess it just the 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 realities of the situation were like, okay, I, I still think this is all very possible. But you know what? Always believe in the magic of Christmas, even though oh. Christmas is going to look Christmas. a little different this year yeah. here in Manitoba and around the world. There's some magic to be had, and it, just because it's different doesn't mean it's <laughs> bad. Yeah, cherish the, cherish the time and the the new tradition that you're going to start. <laughs> Your virtual Christmas with your family. You guys are in the same boat. Can't see our moms yeah. and dads. It no, sucks. Very true. It sucks. Yes, but you know totally. what? Make the best of it with the people that you live with, and you start your new tradition, and it's it's great. Yeah, still, uh, still the cooking and everything like that, and the gifts and uh, the time spent with your loved ones. Uh, the reason why I asked when you guys stopped believing in Santa Claus, I stopped believing around ten, uh, and but there was this yearly tradition. My mom would make my brother and I go get a photo taken with Santa Claus. And it's like, I'm like 11 at this time. And I do not believe in Santa Claus. And my mom still made me go sit on his lap. So there's a photo and my eyes are red because I'm bawling because my mom's making me freaking sit on Santa Claus's lap (laughs) at 11 years old. It still sits up in our house. Uh, None of my kids believe in Santa Claus except for the youngest one. And I don't know if you guys know Elf in the Shelf. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Elf's kicking around. Yeah, I'm up at 630 every day putting the elf somewhere. Uh, uh, Holly is her name. Uh, we are constantly fixed. Like, I get up every day early to make sure the youngest one uh, sees the latest thing that Holly does. Holly is always stealing candy for her. So that's, uh, that's the thing that goes on in my house. So when you guys, I have can, kids- I can relate a quick story. I can yeah. relate to your uh, being over age and doing the photo. Totally. Uh, except mine was with the Easter bunny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were in Edmonton. I can't, but it was at the age of my sister still believe with, with the whole Easter bunny thing. And I didn't, but I was trying to like keep that alive. So I was just talking to like my mom and my grandma being like, I don't want to do this. And had to do it. Had to step up, be the big brother in that situation. <laughs> I've never had my photo taken with the Easter Bunny, so that's awesome. Yeah, Easter, that was a different Easter one. Bunny photos always look just like something out of a bloody nightmare. Like, oh, yeah. there's no <laughs> such thing as like a nice looking Easter Bunny mascot no. costume. No, like they're there's all not, terrifying. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, they're all creepy from the nightmares where you wake up and you're looking underneath your bed for that creepy uh, rabbit that's uh, hopping around at Christmas time and hiding your Easter eggs. Gentlemen, thanks for playing along with this one. Uh, it is the holiday season. We should have something to laugh about, uh, not be serious all the time. So thank you for your participation in this event. Um, we are praying and hoping that something's coming up soon because, man, we could really use some hockey right now. And I love the fact that the World Juniors is going to be front and for, uh, right in, in front of us for the uh, holiday season because we can check out the Jets prospects that are in it and uh, have our focus there before hopefully training camp starts right away. So uh, appreciate everybody listening. On behalf of Tyler Esquivel and Mitchell Clinton, I'm Jamie Thomas. 
Ground Control. Thank you so much for listening. This is Big Ground Control, the official podcast of the Winnipeg Jets, hosted by Jets TV. For Jets news, videos, and more, head to winnipegjets.com.